This episode is sponsored by iTunes. Go to www.cheapseatreviews.com. Click on the iTunes button, purchase anything you want, and a small portion will go to this podcast. You've probably seen a lot of those shows. Mentalists, magicians, illusionists. You'd be shocked to know that sometimes, not often, but sometimes, it's the real deal. Masquerading as an act. Hiding behind a few $50 tricks. Hiding in plain sight. Because if the magician doesn't do that, the alternative is impossible for others to live with. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This, I am, no, this is episode 95, (laughs) and today we are talking about Next. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Chad. Chad Evans. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Chad. Bad jokes makes everything better, Evans. Absolutely. Just because, and just, I was just thinking about this the other day. Leroy Anderson's sleigh ride. I think it's that time of year that we can, we can talk about this. You know, sleigh ride, everybody knows and loves it. And, you know, it's about, you know, being in a sleigh. And I think that we can actually say that that was the original Whip and Nene. (laughs) Thank you, Chad, uh, for that long joke. Uh, that was that was a meme that we saw on, on Facebook today. Uh, Andrew has... This joke is about a boat. Nice. Andrew <laughs> has soul. Jimison? Uh, if you say so. I do. Okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, and Sam, drinks a martini at 8.09 every morning, Vector. Absolutely. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. Um, so pull up a couple... Just so you know, Sean. Yes. I can see two minutes into the future. Yeah. And everything you're saying and doing now has been influenced by that vision I have in the future. Okay. So I knew you were going to say that just then. All right. And that too. Cool. That's exactly what I wanted you to say. Well, no, you can't. What? No, you can't influence. No, I'm, I'm directing you here. That's not how that worked. Because I know what words to use to get you to say. Rubber baby bubby bumpers. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't know I was going to say that, now, did you? Ha ha. Well played. Yes. Well played. Plus ten points. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so pull up a cup of chair and dive in. Uh, Andrew is joining us tonight. Corny, uh, this is the time of year. Um, uh, it's Christmas time, the holiday time. If you are listening six months from now when we record this, um, where Corny, Corny actually plays Santa Claus at the mall. That's not true at all. Uh, Corny uh, plays his uh, trombone and drums and other things, and he's in a couple bands, and he's very, very busy this time of year. So, uh, yeah. so Andrew has uh, uh, deemed it. He's graced us with his pre- presence. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, thank you, Andrew, once again for filling in uh, on. Uh, you know, short notice. Yeah, super short notice. So again, absolutely. Thank no you problem. for being here. Uh, this is next. This is 2007. No, this we're doing this now. Next. Uh, that's no, the now. Na- that's the name of the movie. Next. Um, and what's the next movie? The this is the next movie. No, we're no, doing no, next, the next now. Yeah, we're doing next now. Are you sure? No, but y- yes. But we can't what's be next? doing next now because now is now. Yes. So when will <laughs> then be now? Soon. Soon. <laughs> uh, this is. I, it was funny. I was really hoping that this kind of joke would happen. I just didn't, you know, who, who I didn't know, but I'm glad it did. This is 2007's Next, starring Nicolas Cage, Julianne Moore, Jessica Biel, and some other people that I don't care about. Uh, directed by Lee. Roy Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Uh, Lee Tamahori. Tam Tamahori. Tamahori. 
And he directed this movie. And what is this movie? Well, fortunately, Andrew is here to tell us what this movie is. A Las Vegas musician. No, just kidding. A Las <laughs> <Not> a musician. <laughs> a Las Vegas magician who can see into the future is pursued by FBI. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> English mother. Do you see? <laughs> Take four. Yeah, it's different when you have to do it uh, live. Yeah. I have no problems with it. <laughs> a Las Vegas magician who can see into the future is pursued by FBI agents seeking to use his abilities to prevent a nuclear terrorist attack. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, this was directed <coughs> by Lee... Uh, Roy Jenkins! Uh, he has done such movies as Mulholland Falls, The Edge, Along Came a Spider, Die Another Day, which is a horrible film. Triple uh, X State of the Union, and then this movie next, and then The Devil's Do, Devil's Double, sorry, which I'd never heard of, though I actually remember seeing the um, the poster for it. Um, anyway, and then he's got some other stuff coming up. He's got something called Emperor in post production comes out next year. Uh, looks like uh uh an action epic about a young girl who seeks revenge on the Holy Roman Emperor Charles V for the death of her father. Okay, cool. Um, Adrian Brody and That's his like nose are going to be in it. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to. Uh, it looks violent and awesome. Well, maybe not awesome, but it looks violent. So that's it. Uh, so he did this movie and, and some other movies. Um, so is this the first time for anyone besides... Well, I've seen this before. So is this the first time for anyone? This I saw it two minutes ago. <laughs> so what's, what's Sam? This is my first time. Chad? Actually, I had seen the last three minutes of it. Like, literally, no joke. Like, I'd, I've seen, like, the last, like, when he wakes up at, at the second time. Yeah. For, that to the end. Oh. And that's, because when he woke up the first time, I was like, I've seen this. Right. <laughs> Wait, no, I haven't. That's like... Crap. That's like the first time you ever watched Empire Strikes Back. You walk into, no, I am your father. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, oh. Um, Andrew, had you seen it before? Well, I liked it better when it was called Deja Vu. But, oh. Um, yeah, Denzel's a lot nicer. Um, that, that is one a better movie, but it's still, time no. travel movies are just still hard to do. They are. No, this was the first time I'd seen it. Okay, so uh, Chad. Yes. Your initial impression, sir. Um, as I was looking through this, I was reminded of one of the SNL characters that come on uh, uh, Weekend Update from time to time. He's the uh, the really old uh, critique, and he's got the little cards, and he's read something, and he said, "This is horrible." Next, that's all I could think about. Nice. Um, I thought that the premise of it was okay. Um, and the fact that I liked how he was able to outsmart everything, all the, all the, all the casino guys at the beginning and pretty much through the whole film, he could actually see what was happening only two minutes in advance though. So, uh, I, I liked all of that to an extent. And then we get to the point where he could be in all places at one time. And although I, 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 I kind of I kind of buy it, but at the same time, it's just like really. Only really? because you've seen the Flash. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. Well, it reminded me of that mutant from X three that can split himself into like a thousand people. Yeah. 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 Or so. Or anyway. Or, or Tien um, from. Uh, I felt Ball. the need for more boobs in this. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, I'm with you. so you, you oh that's right. You didn't do witness with us, did you? No. 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 We we felt the need for less boobs in witness. Yeah, actually. We could have yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, it was it was strange because it was, it was just, awkward. It kind of was awkward. Kind of like the way Nicolas Cage looked at uh, Holly Berry there for a while here in this movie. Holly Berry? Jessica Beale? Yeah. Yeah, the the main actress girl. Je okay. I can't are you making a joke or are you just not you don't know who she is? Oh, I, you're Jessica Biel. Okay. You said the name right. I, I did. You didn't. Yeah, that was close. <laughs> okay. Continue, Chad. So, um, overall, I didn't really, I didn't hate the movie, 
but I kind of felt like I wanted to spend that hour and 40 minutes doing something else. Like, <laughs> I don't know. the future. Sitting in the corner. How about, how about straightening your tree? Straightening my tree, decorating the tree, taking water out of the thing, out of the out of the little canister with a turkey, a turkey baster. <laughs> you know, nice. Yeah, good times. That sounds awful, Andrew. It really was, but not as awful as next. Oh wow. Okay, Andrew. Well, like I said, this is the first time seeing this, and I went into it with my normal with my normal Nicolas Cage expectations. And I am not a Nicolas Cage fan. I never have. I never will be. Uh, we'll talk about my favorite Nicolas Cage films later. But uh, I, I can't stand to watch him act. I can't stand to look at him. Uh, he is a very homely person. It's been rough uh, for you to watch. His, his veneers drive me insane. And his hairpiece drives me nuts as well. Um, however... The redeeming factor of this movie is Jessica Biel. And I'm glad she was in this movie because I think she's gorgeous and she's uh, nice to look at and she's pretty. So <laughs> I like how you said three ways of saying she's hot. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you and, know, at no point did you say, is she a good actress? No, I did not say that. Yes. Because uh, I don't know if it's true, but she's no, not no, bad to I, look at. Mm. Um. So the uh, like Chad said, this is I wasn't mad at this movie, but I didn't uh, I didn't really love it either. All right, Sam. Uh, first time seeing this movie, and um, the, in the opening scene, they almost lost me. The whole magician thing, because I I don't know. You, you watch him as a magician, and you you want to punch him in the face. <laughs> and and in a lot of Nicolas Cage films, you kind of do want to punch him in the face. So I'm not sure if it's his acting or if it's Nicolas no, Cage. That's what, it is. That's what or, it is. Or is it? I I don't know. But this he's a strange man, and and I I would probably stay away from him myself. Um, I would force myself not to meet him in person. Wouldn't run into him like Opie, um, just for that fact that I think he's just. I don't know. There's something about him that makes you just want to. I don't know. For what it's worth, I've actually never met Nicholas Cage. Physically harm him. Didn't want Sam to. And I don't physically harm people. That's just. Anyway, it's maybe a smugness or something. Every time he looked at uh, Holly Berry, I just. Why do you keep calling her that? That. Hold on. I'm trying to make a point. Okay. Um, Every time he looked at her, I was like, how in the world is she going to. You know, in what world is this possible? And it's only in a Nicolas Cage movie that that would work. Um, the uh, the idea was interesting. I like that they set the rules pretty early. You know, there's two minutes uh, that he could see into the future, and that uh, the only time he could see further than that is through this this who is what's her name again? Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel, girl, right? So getting. Through some of the movie, it, it it starts off pretty brainless. It's kind of fun, but then you start thinking of the infinite possibilities that he has to think about within those two minutes. Not to mention that each second that ticks forward is a whole nother infinite possibilities that could happen from his actions within those two minutes. And if you think about it a little too hard, I think your mind would explode. But, but not I don't know. Age. <laughs> in terms of a in terms of a fun little thriller it's fun it's stupid the graphics absolutely don't hold up yeah, they're terrible um at no time did you believe they were about to get crushed by a car or tree trunks um the size of redwood trees right <laughs> um so uh it's that takes you out of the movie pretty quick but it's kind of a neat little story if any other actor other than Nicolas Cage in that was in this it would be I think it would be a pretty darn good movie. Thank you. Thank you. I was was thinking that in my head the entire time I watched the movie. If this were anyone else, I would enjoy it. Yep. How about you, Sean? What do you think? Uh, Okay. So this is not the first time I've seen it. I I had seen it before. um, And I I actually think I might have seen this in a theater. I can't remember. Um, 
<coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I couldn't get to my cough button fast enough. Um, uh, I kind of liked it for the concept. Um, yeah. Uh, again, yeah. I, I think I'm, the four of us are in the same boat. The, the execution was kind of bad. Um, Nicholas Cage is is kind of unwatchable, and I felt uncomfortable <laughs> watching him act. Yes. Um, and I'm with whoever made the point. I think Andrew made the point. Uh, I can't remember. I'm sorry, but there is no way on God's green earth that Jessica Biel is sleeping with that man. Yeah. You know? Because, um. I understand that he he plays the the helpless dog role, you know, the dog that just got kicked to the curb because he because her her jerk boyfriend showed up and punched him in the face after he visioned Damn that that funny. was yeah that, yeah that that was gonna happen, um, yeah. like, but I don't know I and I get the fact that he's he's nice to the kids and he does the little magic tricks and he's got these quirky little jokes that he likes to say which they're kind of like dad jokes which I appreciate I think all of us kind of appreciate a good dad joke especially on this podcast our mm. podcast is nothing but bad dad jokes so um but I just I don't get how he gets the girl <laughs> you know like I don't know I just don't I don't get it um and I'm with you guys you cast anyone else yeah. You know, 2007 would have been too young, but like, like a Christopher Pine would have been good in this. He might have been yeah. a little young, but you know, I'm saying like, yeah, because you're you're not going to get an A-list actor, right? In this, yeah, you know? and so and, you... and 07, this couple of years before Trek comes out, so like, Chris Pine's star is not quite yet anywhere. No, Kevin no. Bacon, uh, he would have been a little old for that role. You think so back then? Oh, seven. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. But I mean, you're trying to pair him up against. If you keep the rest of the cast the same, Kevin oh, yeah, Bacon yeah. with Jessica Biel is, I think, actually worse. Yeah, because um, I think he's Joe older. Joe Pesci. Than... <laughs> that would have been weird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you say? I can say the two minutes into the future. Come on, what do you say? What, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know. Just, <laughs> um, I I think you could have gotten a younger dude. I think a younger yeah. man would have played better. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, this is one of those hell, stupid Hell, I would have been good that... with like a Ryan Reynolds, you know, and put some comedy in this thing. Because yeah. this movie is, it takes itself too seriously. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah it does. You know, like, and. Because you could have had fun with the two minute thing. I think you could have too. Um, and there's and moments. Then, well, and they, we got to give him a little bit of credit. The, the casino scene was kind of neat. Yeah, what? Well, that's that my favorite working. part of the movie. Yeah, by far. When he's but like, they didn't do it again. But when he's walking through the guys, and the guys are running, just turn around, and the guys are like looking around. It was, it was like that was hilarious. I was chuckling. Yeah. Um. And you're right. They didn't do it again because it just everything was so intense. Uh, and I think maybe that was the intention, but I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't much intention? care for intention. Yeah. Um. I don't know. So. <laughs> Jessica Biel though yeah, she's hot I don't think she's a very good actress but I'm going to say this in fairness to her though I though most of the movies I've seen her in she's not ever had to really do like good acting you know like Blade 3 and um, the the A-Team you know she's not very good in the A-Team though I like that movie but Julianne Moore wasn't very good in this movie either and she's well, that's another one I can't stand but she's an exceptional actress whether you're not, uh, you, but you might not like her but I mean She's won Oscars, or at least one. Um, you know I'm saying like she's she's done really good work for a long time, and she was terrible in this movie. And so I don't know if maybe like when she Is got it direction, on, does yeah, it boil down to direction? Then? I, I think maybe she got on set and was like, "Wait a minute, this 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 isn't right." Like you know what? Whatever. You know I'm gonna win an Oscar in a couple of years, so I'm just gonna pay my water bill or something. You know so. I don't know. I just I didn't think she was very I didn't think she was very good. I have a a clip coming up that will kind of I think maybe help help my case in that aspect. So, um, the, the, the I guess the premise of the movie, if if you missed basically, is that he can see two minutes into the future. Which Sam, you made the point. They established the rules earlier, which was good. Um, yes. But here's the thing, and this is what happens, and we've done this on every time we have a movie based on a book. You know, none of us have read the book. I know that. Um, that we we only take the movie for at face value. So the fact yeah. that that we have clear rules tells me immediately this is based on a book, which it is, which is a Philip K. Dick book. Um, he's mm -hmm. the guy that wrote. Um, That's what know, she said. Do sheep uh, do robots dream of electric sheep? Chad. 
which is, of course, uh, yes, which, of course, is the movie Blade Saddles, uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. <laughs> he also did uh, Minority Report. Um, oh, that's Minority Report. Well, no, no, Minority Report is Minority Report. Oh, I see the joke. That's, that's I, what I said. I, I see the joke. Thank you, Chad. Um, he also did. Oh, crap. What else? Um, he did the the Man in the High Castle. Man in the High Castle. Um, I've got that book somewhere around here. I've been meaning to read it. Total Recall, The Adjustment Bureau. Um, he wrote a lot of good stuff. Yeah, he really did. Um, what was it? A Which scanner, it surprises me. I haven't read one of his yet. Uh, a Scanner Darkly. Yeah. Um, so he's done some really great stuff. I just kind of feel bad. that And pay, Paycheck that we've done on this show. You mean um, Payback? No, Paycheck. Um <laughs> Which just makes me sad that he's got really good writing, and then we people make bad movies. Which is kind of like Stephen King, right? You know, like yes, there's there's Shawshank Redemption, and then everything else is shit. Um, Green Mile's okay. Nah, you're right. The Green Mile actually is a pretty good movie. That's that's actually unfair. I was thinking more like Cujo and what's the one with Kathy Bates? Oh my gosh, Kojak. Um, no, no, no. no. Uh, um, misery, misery, misery. Yeah, it's a good that, that, that movie terrifies me actually. But I love that movie. But for every one, there's that. Yeah, for every yeah, I don't know what you said because Skype crapped on you. But what you said, yes. Yeah, for every one. For everyone, it. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> um, for every Shawshank, there are three uh, Cujos. Is what is I think. Um, uh, little trivia in the opening scene when he's doing the magician thing. That woman he brings up on stage is his wife. How about that, right? Hmm. Um, but who who made the point? She could do better. Um. Well, yeah. Uh, who made the point that um, you hated his 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 act, his opening match? Ma- oh, I did. Um. Yeah. Is is this maybe why was it this right here? You sir, where are you from? No, wait, wait, don't tell me. I'm sensing you must have soul. You're a soul man. Why don't you share with everyone where you're from? Korea. How about that, folks? That's terrible. It is. That's the whitest Asian I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Korea. Uh, well, yeah. Like, my we accent. Know, we all know it's pronounced Tokyo. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, Tokyo. I was going to say, you know. You know, you're Koreans if you want to send your hate mail. But since we watched the interview, you probably already hate us anyway. Um, that was just North Korea. That yeah, that's, that's fair. That was North Korea. South Korea actually likes that. They actually throw that over the wall and make North Koreans try to get them to watch it. Um, so here's the question that, uh, Chad, I think you made the point that if you think about this movie too hard, your brain's going to explode. Um, like scanners. No, Sam, Sam said that. Oh, Sam said that. Sorry. Yeah. Here's the thing that when I thought when I first saw this movie years ago and I have thought since does he see the future the 2 minutes into the future in real time You know what I'm saying is it is is it are you you're telling me that in the moment that he was asleep with Jessica Biel that he saw the entire future which was hours and hours and hours of of real time and then in that flash, is that? But then you got to think of all the all the choices he made within those hours. Exactly, he made a thousand choices within those those all of those other things. Did he do that in that instant? Well, the brain can do can do wondrous things and can make you know millions of computations every microsecond. So I think it's plausible that you it it is. Wait a minute, we we are analyzing something that is not real. That's well, that just dawned on me. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. fine, but it, it goes to the point of the movie, of the rule of the movie. And that's what I was just confused about. I mean, what, plus that's what we do. That's what this podcast is, is that we, <laughs> we analyze and ponder things that aren't real. Um, yeah. If we wanted to do that kind of podcast, this would be like what Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about. Yeah, well, uh, if you... I, I, I think, think that... Think, <coughs> go ahead, Jeff. I think that it's a... You, you go into a bunch of paradigms of, you know, what is, where is the reality? And at what point can you, like, does he, does he see the future and the present at the same time? 
And in that case, how Which does is he a process target. both of them? Yeah. So how do you you can see what's going to happen? So then you you make the decision to do something, which changes what's going to happen in the future. So the future is constantly changing, based on what he's doing in the present. Right. I'm with you there. I'm, and then he I'm, can dodge bullets. Yeah, he can dodge bullets. My, I, I, but that's that's my thing is is that so is so he's he's seeing into the future. That if I take a step to the left, I'm going to get shot. So therefore, I take a step to the right at this second. So his brain is doing all of those calculations. Well, that's the question is, is he doing that in real time? And I guess the answer has to be yes, right? Is that he's having to do all of this in real time because like in the scene where he he splits himself into a thousand people, right? And he goes all over the place and then they all come back. He's like, it's, they're over there, right? So that was real time. But then when he's at the restaurant, from the time that she sits down, he goes through like seven different scenarios but, in our time before he makes the decision to do the scenario that he's going to do. And I'm guessing that all those were happening at the same time in his brain. So that's, so that's just the movie makers have no way of, of showing it to us any other yeah. way other than because we have to view things linearly. And so that's why I've, I've always kind of wondered that. So then we get back to why he's in, so he's in bed and that whole thing happened in a few seconds in his brain. I mean, yeah, that would be kind of hard to kind of, that'd be mentally exhausting. Right. Even, even his just two minute thing. Right. Would be mentally every second of your life. You're seeing the present up to two minutes ahead of you. Right. That's crazy. Or, or 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 does it, right? Because he's he remember he he's just chilling until either a he thinks about it, right? He has to concentrate on the future, or yeah. b something affects him, right? Yeah. You know he didn't see the gunman come in with the gun to shoot anybody until that man did an action that would cause him to to change to to affect his future. So yeah, sort of. I yeah. You know, so, again, it's 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 hard to wrap your mind around yeah. this type of theory well, or this this idea, and that's what makes me actually want to read the books because yeah. because the author uh, Philip, especially with Minority Report, because the big thing, at least in the movie, again, never read any of his books. Yeah, the concept of the movie is is that um, it's about you know future crime. How can you arrest somebody for doing something that they haven't done yet? Yeah. You know, um, in the movie, they do this example where he takes a ball and he rolls it across a desk and then Colin Farrell catches it. And Tom Cruise says, why did you catch it? What well, was going to fall? How did you know that? Because you stopped it from falling. So there's no way of you knowing that it was going to fall because you stopped it. That's kind of the concept that they, that they, whatever. And that's kind of <laughs> what drives the, drives the movie, which I, I actually think that movie is pretty good. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, um, especially when you have that, that stick that can make you throw up, which is kind of cool. So, no, oh, the doctor gave me one of those today. <laughs> nice. Uh, so that was just something I wanted. To, I, I, I as soon as I started watching this, I'm like, I want to talk to the guys about this because this has been bugging me for a while. So, I think I guess I feel better about it. So, thank you, my therapy team. <laughs> um, no, but you know, we we have a, a, a certain affection towards time travel or predicting future type of things mm-hmm. too. Um, you know, most of us had back to the future in, in some of our favorite movies and, and uh, some of those others like that. And uh, when you, when you follow the rules, it works. Right. Exactly. You know, it's uh, it's like, uh, what was it just recently? Not looter, not shooter. Looper. Looper. Right, where they had specific rules, but then they kept trying to change them a little bit as they went along, and well, you know that that kind of bothered bugs me a little bit when that happens. Well, the, my favorite part of Looper is when Bruce Willis all but looks at the camera and says, "Don't think about the time yeah. travel." He literally <laughs> says, "Don't think about it; it'll make your head spin." So he basically like we've gave we've, them carte carte blanche. Yeah, we've written ourselves into a, a corner, and so. Basically, the only way we can get around it is to just tell you to not think about it. <laughs> um, though I did like Looper, but it had a lot of issues. 
Time travel movies are just hard. And and there's not very many movies that get it right, I think. That's true. You know, like, like Andrew, you made the jab that Deja Vu is a better film. Deja Vu's got a lot of issues, though it's a oh, fun yeah. movie if yeah. you completely turn your brain off. And I and I I watched it in the theater and really liked it and then bought it on DVD mm-hmm. and then I engaged my brain and now I kind of don't like the movie anymore because I thought about it too much. Well, this movie, I mean, I think we can all agree on this movie. Your brain should not be in any gear at all yeah. for this movie. Well, no. that's that might be something that we can tell other people. Hey, if you want to <laughs> watch this movie, just turn your brain off and eat some popcorn. Yeah. Um that's not how my brain works personally. I can't tell it to turn off. I'm always, you know what I'm saying? Like I, if I'm watching something, I'm going to be engaged in what's happening. And then I, then I have to dissect things. That's, I don't know why. And that's just not with my CSR patent pending sunglasses or glasses. You know, it's just, I do it with just random crap. We're watching on TV. Heck we were watching. My wife was watching that time of year where, Hallmark is the favorite channel of the house. Oh, God. And we're watching Hallmark mm. movies. And the girl is walking across the hallway. And Austin, I was like, boom shadow. And she just looks at me and she's like, really? <laughs> and I was like, it was a boom shadow. You see the boom operator. You can see the shadow. You know? And she's like, it's a Hallmark movie. I'm like, there's no excuse for shadows. So anyway, I just, that's just, but that's just me. So, um, I even do it with commercials and it really pisses off people that are like with me. They're like, just, it's just a commercial. Yeah. But why did he do it that way? That doesn't make sense. Anyway. Um, speaking of things not making sense, I thought this was funny and this was the least helpful restaurant owner in Las Vegas. We get a regular that counts the cornflakes in his bulk. So it has to be an even number. Got any cameras inside? No. Outside? <laughs> what a useless person! Uh, cameras? Uh, maybe. No. That that made me chuckle though because it sounds like something I would do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the theft at your band room, and you guys got any cameras inside? Yeah, no. What about outside? <gasps> no. <laughs> okay, you could have just said no. Um, but there's always somebody in there. I mean. I do find it weird, though, that a restaurant wouldn't have any camera in surveillance in Las Vegas. That just seemed weird. You know, hey, I mean, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I understand that, but... If uh, uh, speaking of this restaurant, okay. at, at what restaurant, that, like what male's diner serves a martini at 9 a.m.? I don't know. It's just Vegas. I mean, yeah, it is Vegas, and people work weird hours and stuff like that. And that was what I thought, too. It just seems strange to me also. <laughs> I mean, because it was super bright for them to try to portray it as 8 p.m. Yeah. Um, I don't think they participate in daylight savings or anything like that, but still. And I know it's the desert, but still. Uh, remember me talking about bad acting earlier with Julianne Moore? This is terrible. Hey, your buddy Roy Bow, the casino chief, had his throat cut last night after getting a kneecap shot off. You're telling me this now? We just talked to him about Johnson. Hey, I just found out. All right. Local weapon? Dead in. The forensics came up empty, not a hair, not a fiber. Somebody wants information. Now, the next time anything happens relative to Johnson, I want to know right away. I don't care if it's a paper cut. Okay, boss. I don't care if it's a paper cut. Oh, that's such bad But dialogue. is that writing or is that? It's bad dialogue, too. Yeah. It's a trope. I hate that trope. I think she might have had a few drinks before that. Why did they feel the need to kill the casino guy? Because he knew too much. In the middle of a parking lot. They're bad Out guys. The open. They're 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 nameless. But did they're... we really need to see them kill the guy to re- to establish the fact that they're bad? Can they just come on the? Can they just come on the scene? There'll be a little thing at the bottom that says "bad guys." <laughs> just you know, like when a movie goes from one location to the next, and it just says Las yeah. Vegas, New York, like or Las Vegas, New York, Las Vegas, Nevada, Las and Vegas, then, New York. There might be one for all I know. Who knows? Um. There's a so, Dallas, North Carolina, and a Denver, so there could be. Um, also a London, North Carolina. There is, and Batcave, which is my favorite. I um, love Batcave. Yeah, it's a cool place. Uh, and Statesville. I wouldn't want to live there. But what the hell was I saying? I don't know. Oh, yeah, so it just pops up in the bat. These are bad guys. I like that idea. When we make our movie, we'll do that. We'll make sure that there's like subtitles for like so that we know who they are. You know. Wait, are you, are you subtitling me? 
I speak good. I speak great I, English. I love that video. <laughs> it's hysterical. How come he doesn't get subtitles? <laughs> I was trained in Oxford. <laughs> I love that video. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, just YouTube everything. You'll find it eventually. Um, that was bad acting. Uh, you know that bad joke I, I, was, I, I, I joked about earlier? Hey, did you hear the joke about the Zen master who ordered the hot dog? No. He said he'd have one with everything. I kept recording it because I just wanted to hear the fact that there was frogs and crickets in the background as if to say that your joke is terrible. And not only is it terrible, it's also wrong. He screwed up the punchline. Do you guys notice that? It's it's not, I'll have one with everything. It's make me one with everything. That's the punchline. Say that again? Play it again. Well, okay. This is what he says. Hey, did you hear the joke about the Zen master who ordered the hot dog? No. He said he'd have one with everything. He'd have one yeah, with everything. Yeah, I get it. The, the punchline is make me one with everything. Like, that's... That's, that's Zen. Anyway. Way to go. Nicolas Cage, you even screwed up a bad joke. And this movie. Um, yep. Did you, did you guys notice, just one of my notes, when he went to the Grand Canyon and they're walking down and he's talking about, oh, I'd like to see their shaman. They can control the weather <laughs> and, the, and the thing and see into the future. Did you notice that he was super sweaty and really gross? Yeah, and then yeah. in the next scene, his shirt was perfectly Completely clean and dry. Clean. It's like that was like the seventh take that they'd done, and no one had an extra shirt for him. Well, wearing a leather jacket, everybody does that in the middle of the day in the desert. Well, I mean, just... so there's actually trivia about that jacket, which I'll talk about later. But um, I just, whatever. I mean, that's, that's a dumb continuity thing. But they were just so sweaty and gross. And I know it's, it's I, get, I know, I know it's the desert. But then don't make him pristine and dry cleaned shirt the next scene. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Um, Maybe the shaman cleaned him. Did you guys also? Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, did you guys notice that he was kind of a dick about him having his abilities? You know, like, like uh, you know, incoming and he gets punched, or when the when the guy at the oh the road's been washed through, you got to go back to the such and such end. Thanks. You didn't. You could have just let the guy finish. Just because you knew he was going to say that doesn't mean you got to be a dick about it. Well, it's kind of like how I tell everyone I have a really large um, uh, member. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I can't keep a straight face. Where are you going with this? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really cocky about it. I. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, penis jokes. I like that. Oh <laughs> Lord. Anyway, just don't be an ass. Is what I'm saying. Um, right, try not to be a dick. I'm just yeah. Listen, <laughs> Richard. We've had enough. Uh, I already wrote that. I uh, did that one. The CGI is real bad in this whole movie. Yes, uh, it, it is. It didn't have a very big budget. Um, but it also still lost money. Which, good. Uh, <laughs> you said good. Uh, it had a seventy million dollar budget. Which still seems kind of high. Let's just put yeah. it to, but let's put this into perspective, okay? This is 2007 with a 70 million dollar budget, and let's be honest, the majority of this budget was not special effects. I mean, this was mostly just Nicolas Cage talking, right? I mean, the nuke at the end with the boat and some of the logs and the tractor stuff falling down the hill. But what other? What else would have been CGI? Well, you know, the background while they're flying in the helicopter, which, by the way, really bad green screened. They're they're talking oh, I hate that with too. no headphones, you know. They're she, in a open <laughs> open door chopper. She's on and a cell phone. Yeah. yeah, no, that's not real. Um, but to put something to into perspective, Serenity came out two years before this <laughs> and had way more CGI and was on a less lesser budget. And the CGI in that movie, though, is not great by any imagination. Is better than this movie. It's much better. Yeah. So I, 
I, I don't know if because the cast of that movie, there's no one in that movie, Serenity, that would warrant a big budget cast. You know what I'm saying? Like, how much is Nathan Fillion pulling in? You know, a million and a half. You know, like there's. So as opposed to Nicolas Cage, I mean, he probably had a ten million dollar, you know, fee on this thing or something like. I don't know what it was, but he probably made a lot of money on this thing because he's Nicolas Cage, and so did Julianne Moore. Uh, Jessica Biel probably wasn't as much. The CGI though, at times, was almost cartoony. Yes. The, yeah. The 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 nuke at the end was hysterically bad. Yeah. <laughs> I just. I don't know. It also kind of made me chuckle that when the nuke goes off, he like tries to protect Jessica Biel from the blast as if his gold jacket's going to protect him. But <laughs> I, mean, I guess you, you got to give him credit for trying, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was a $70 million budget and worldwide it only made 55 mil. Mm. Yeah. So good job, Paramount. Um, I blame uh, Lee. California roll or sushi or whatever his name is. Yeah, I do too. Um, what else? Uh, and the GOP. And the GOP? Yeah. No, oh, why not? Um, <laughs> what was that? Was that? What was that? Uh, I thought this was kind of, again, just kind of bad dialogue. I want a two mile radius, every telephone grid, shortwave, cell tower, shut it down. What do you want me to do? How, how did she know that he could like dodge bullets you know like like her whole plan is is premised on the fact that he can dodge the bullet from a sniper rifle anyway, whatever she knows all she's omniscient everyone's omniscient in this movie bad guys know where the guy guy's gonna be good guys know where the good guy's gonna be everybody knows where everybody's gonna be everybody's omniscient um I wrote Cage is a lucky man. That was obviously after the sex scene or the sleeping moment. <sighs> I mean, she is hot. Let's just, I mean, there's nothing around it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's also nice that we've, we've gotten to watch a movie with an attractive female lead. Let's just, <laughs> let's just say that, you know, it doesn't probably have hairy armpits. It's been a while since what, what, when did that happen? I don't know. Some of these eighties chicks look a little hairy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Some of them. Uh, <laughs> If you say so, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I also thought it was the FBI can shut down the cell grid for two miles. Is that is that a thing? Could that happen? I didn't. Not I, by the FBI. I just didn't I think, think that they could do that. I didn't. Well, I don't think anyone can. Can someone just shut down a, a cell grid? I didn't think that was. Is there a magic button in the FBI headquarters somewhere that you can highlight a certain amount and turn off? I didn't know that they had the ability to do that. Um, I have that. I have that in my office. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no, it's just the building. Mm. I do know of, of the, teachers. My building is like anti-cell phone reception. I do know of college great. teachers buying cell phone blockers, yeah, like scramblers or something. Yeah, and set them on in their office, like in their classroom, and just say, "Hey, I got this thing going. You can't call out if you want to. No texting in my class." So, um, who knows? Um. Yeah, I thought but this, the FCC says that's uh, that's a no go. Yeah, it's, it's questionable. Of, yeah, it's kind yeah. of illegal. It's not. It's not questionable. It's a damn right illegal. Yeah, you're right. It's actually very illegal. Um, I've looked into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought this line was both funny and whatever, and I was going to try to find a way to make a joke out of it at Sam's expense, but I'm just going to play the clip. Can you see it? Helps if you don't speak right now. That's right. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, I was gonna do something along the lines of like, yeah, I got tape of the first date Sam went on, and something oh. like that. Yeah, but I couldn't find I couldn't find a way to make it work, so I didn't say it. Um, and then also more, so little, just last little bit of uh, bad acting. Something's wrong. I made a mistake. What? I made a mistake. It's happening. When? Now. Um. <laughs> something when? else. That, now. Yeah. Something else I thought was interesting. <laughs> so you know that scene that we talked about earlier with the, the, with the bad guys who are just bad at being bad guys. Um. 
the scene where he he dodges the the bullets from the gun, right, Matrix style, and then he takes the gun out of the guy's hand, and then she shoots him in the head, right? And I was like, holy shit, she just shot an unarmed escort. What's the name? Not escort. What's the name? Yes, escort. That's That's, that's not the word. (laughs) What am I looking for? (laughs) Not informant. Like, he's a prisoner. He's Basically, he's a prisoner who knows where the bomb is. You just shot him in the head. What? I don't need him. That would never happen in real life. (laughs) She would go to jail. Um, I thought that was real dumb, but I also chuckled. When they ran back into the office, and he's like, he's just like, yeah, I keep my uh, M16 machine gun on the desk in the inbox with the ammo next to it. I just thought that was funny, you know. I just usually they're, like they're in lockers or they're in a drawer. Nope, just sitting on my front desk next to where I do my taxes. I keep mine in my truck. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's it. Um, is his four what? In his foresight, he could foresight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then, haha, the credits roll backwards. So that was kind of funny, too. Good job. I you literally had... eye-rolled at that. Yeah, <laughs> I did, too. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's dumb. Um, <laughs> tropes, the means to an end trope. Like, I don't care if I have to torture you. I'm going to get the thing that I want trope. And that also kind of leads to the government uses people trope. Um, I only wrote those two because I kind of just stopped wanting to write them. You guys, could you think of any off the top of your head? Oh, there were so many. In this Th- there were a lot. I just couldn't. I just, uh, I stopped caring a little bit. You know. Uh, no, I, I fully understand and and agree. Okay. Um, Audible.com sponsored this this fine show. You can get an audio book if you're choosing, like. The Golden Man, which is what this movie is based off of, the name of the book, at audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. You can get that book or any other of Philip K. Dick's book, like Minority Report or uh, Do Robots Dream of Electric Sheep, for free and a 30-day free trial. Go to audibletrial.com. Wait a second. Did you say for free? For free. Wow. I did. Uh, trivia. Trivia. I, just have to, I, I pause now every time waiting for someone to say it. The dinner where Nicolas Cage runs into Jessica Biel's character is the same diner used in Triple X with Vin Diesel. <coughs> it kind of also looks like the diner a little bit from Pulp Fiction, but um, it's not. Um, the jacket, the, the the his his gold leather jacket that makes him you know a thousand degrees in the desert. The book the book that's based based off is called The Golden Man. And that's why he wears a gold jacket. That's the trivia. Dumb. Yes. Um, it's a kind of a nod more than anything else. Like, you know, I, I kind of was like, I kind of was okay with that. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's still the desert, though. Um, the terrorists communicate in French and speak English with a French accent. But when the sniper misses his shot, he curches in Siberian. Serbian, sorry, Serbian, not Siberian. I don't think that's a language. Siberian, but, but it's all Russian. Central Africa. Yes, yeah, Central Africa, which isn't real. Uh, in Serbian, sorry, I just can't <laughs> read. Uh, that's all the trivia I wrote because none of it was any good. The rest of it was kind of bad. <laughs> oh crap! What did I just do? Oh balls! I just reloaded my script. Hold on. Um. Soundtrack grade, I gave this a KB for kind of Bruckheimer-ish. Kind of. Like, not not nearly as good as Bruckheimer, but not that he actually writes music, but, you know, that kind of da-da-dum, da-da-dum, dum, da-da-dum, da-da-dum, you know, whatever. Uh, What did we learn with the power of foresight? You, too, can have Jessica Biel. Yes. That's all you need to do is either uh, let somebody just go up to Jessica Biel and Justin Bieber and have Justin Bieber Bieber punch, not Justin Bieber, Justin Timberlake. Come on, get the names right. That's who she's married. Yeah, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Force it at me to get the names right. I knew I said the name wrong. You're the one talking about Halle Berry for some reason. It's not even the same race. Um, We're not talking raisins here. Raisins? Who said raisins? Top three. Hey, why do we get? Why do we got to bring race into this? Well, don't we? Ba-da-ba-ba-da. I was like, don't we every week? Woo! 
I guess Corny's not here to, to, to do that. Anyway, top three, Nicolas Cage movies. Because for some reason, we've made it almost 100 episodes and have not done a Nicolas Cage <laughs> movie. Uh, I'm, I'm actually rather shocked at that. So I'm okay with that. I, I kind of blame Netflix for just not having any good ones for us to do. But if The Rock ever gets on Netflix, we are doing that. Absolutely. Andrew. No, Chad. Sorry, Chad. I'm straight. I'm just, I go first. I'm just not used to you being here, pal. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are top three Nicolas Cage movies. My top three Nicolas Cage movies. I'm going to have to go with National Treasure, or as I like to call it, The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> the, the American Da Vinci Code. It's the redneck Da Vinci Code. <laughs> We're going to steal the national. They're going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I don't know what kind of accent I'm trying to go for. It's kind of like Clint Eastwood almost. It kind yeah. of is. Yeah. Just and almost a little Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I know Kung Fu. Yeah. All right. As a number two. <laughs> You're just going to keep rolling with it. Okay. I'm just going to keep rolling with it. I'm going to have to go with... Uh, where did it go? It was around here somewhere. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Wait. Hmm? Okay. I guess he was in that movie. (laughs) Aha. Yeah, most people don't know him for that. Most people think of Sean Penn, but... Yeah. Yeah, well. And my number one Nicolas Cage movie uh, is the one where he went home and married the prom queen. The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. All right. There Uh, you go. Andrew. This is going to be tough for you since you kind of hate Nicolas Cage, huh? I've basically put this in order of my, uh, of the ones that I hate the least. That's fair. Okay. Uh, number one, no, I'm going to start with number two. I have some honorable mentions here. Okay. National Treasure 1 is okay. All right. Two is terrible. It kind of is. Because of his hair. Uh, another honorable mention, which I do kind of enjoy, but again, if it was a different actor, I would like it more, and that's Con Air. Mm-hmm. Uh, Put the bunny back in the box. I love his uh, his acting in the Crudes because you don't see his face. That's fair, and that makes it better. Uh, and then Raising Arizona. Yeah, I've I've I always kind of liked it. And uh, number one, and I actually do like this movie, but it's not because of him. It's because of John Travolta, and that's Face Off. Mm, John Woo. Mm. I can't get behind you on that one. I think that's a terrible movie. But that's okay, John Woo. I'm just not a John Woo fan. All right. <clears throat> Andrew, thank you. Sam. Yes. Um, uh, I, I uh, rather enjoyed National Treasure, but that is still at the bottom um, as an honorable mention. Number three, I've got Kick-Ass. Okay. Mm. Um, he was pretty funny as Big Daddy in that uh, film. And he, you also got to see him burn alive, <laughs> which was interesting. I, I yeah. think he actually lends himself pretty good to that movie because he's kind of crazy now. Yes. And so basically yeah. they were just like, be yourself just in a costume. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. We just need you to overact a little bit, which is normal. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to go to my number two is uh, Raising Arizona. Mm-hmm. Which uh, that was like when he was trying to be a real actor, mm-hmm. you know, and was fairly decent. Yeah. Uh, but then I've got to go to The Rock. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's just, just I have a darn movie poster of The Rock. Uh, well, I used to have it framed in my room, but I'm not sure. Where I thought it that was the. Room. I thought that was uh, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, in fact, really? my fantasy All these football years. team. Is a All these years, I really thought it was based on The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Like you had a framed picture of frame of that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> I still don't have any more respect for you, but you know, I, I, that makes <laughs> a lot more sense. Oh, so you thought I named my my fantasy football after the wrestler? Yeah, I thought you had a framed poster of it. <laughs> He's just doing the uh, the eyebrows, staring at Sam all the time. Wow, Absolutely. that's creepy, dude. Yeah. 
I mean, the the movie poster of The Rock has got Sean Connor and Nicolas Cage both staring at you, so that can't be that much worse. No, uh, this poster has uh, uh, Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Oh, it's just the picture of the uh, prison? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Mr. Sean? Uh, so I knew that The Rock would be kind of Everybody's. almost everyone's number one. I think other than maybe Raising Arizona, it's his best movie he's ever done. Yeah. Um, and I've actually never seen Raising Arizona, which is sad. And uh, it's on the oh, list. You gotta watch that. I know it's on the list. Uh, but my rock is number one. The Rock is my number one. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there and just let that, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, I will say that I think Lord of War is actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, I, that, um, I thought about that one. And he's pretty good in it. Um, Con Air is just fun, and I like. Um, engineer what's his face uh the scottish engineer from star trek who who just yells at john cusack the whole time i just like his we can't we're having trouble reaching him of course you are he's out saving the whales or recycling his sandals you know just dumb stuff dumb lines like that that whole movie is just full of dumb <laughs> lines like that you know um and then kind of my two honorable mentions are gone in 60 seconds um which again you could have put anyone else in that role and it would have been a better movie but i like the movie because it's cars and wind talkers is a is a john woo movie uh but it's it's actually really it's actually pretty good it's a world war ii movie and it's based off of um um uh an actual thing that happened in the world war ii which is actually pretty great so yeah, my that? wife said that one was good i haven't seen it yeah it's with the navajo the the, the navajo native americans that live in southwestern part of the state or the country, and they use code. They use their language as code because uh, the Japanese had cracked kind of our code, and right. so when so they would act as uh, whatever. Adam Beach, I think, is the uh, who who plays the Native American who's in that. So it's really good. It's actually a pretty good movie for for him, and he plays like a PSD you know, soldier. So it actually kind of fits to what, what Nicholas Cage's acting range. Yeah. You know, someone who's a little off, who's a soldier. Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, no new email this week, which is fine though. It is pretty neat that we, um, and by we, I mean, I, I entered us, but the, our podcast was mentioned um, amongst a list of other entries in, um, Libsyn, Liberated Systems Syndication, sorry, uh, is the company that that hosts our podcast, our fine podcast. And thank you for to uh, Libsyn for doing that. And um, they did a uh, "Why do we like to podcast?" kind of contest, and we we entered, and we were on the top page of iTunes for about two weeks. Um, you know, with my entry into why I and we podcast. So it was kind of a neat little fun thing to be a part of. So thank you, uh, Libsyn, for that. Um, Good uh, job, Sean. Yeah. Proud of uh, Thanks, guys. At this part of the show, I ask you your out of 10. Chad. My out of 10, I'm going to have to give it a three and a half. All right. Well, low. Yeah. Um, for what it's worth, IMDb gives this like a six... Something. Um, um, Netflix gave it a two out of five. Six six point two. So take that for what it's worth, uh, Andrew. <laughs> I'm gonna say about a five. All right. Middle of the road here. Yeah. Okay. Sam. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of there with Andrew too. A five and a half. You know, it has its merits. If you take uh, what's his face out of it, it it turns into a better movie. Yeah. If you cut every scene with Nicolas Cage in it, it's a better movie. <laughs> that's, that's not a very big, mo- very long movie. It's basically Julianne Moore bad acting with some bad guys and Jessica Biel. Uh, yeah. I'd pay to watch that. Hey. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's actually the A-Team. Uh, never mind. I do like the A-Team. Um, I'm going to give it... Uh, I'm also just going to give it a 5.5. 5. I, I think maybe... Before I had rewatched it for the show, I might have had a higher rating for it because I kind of like the movie. But after rewatching it and especially talking it out with you guys, it's like it's not really a very good movie. So, <laughs> uh, and that happens sometimes. We we because it's funny. Um, 
and I know I mentioned on the show a lot of times, I, th- I think out loud a lot of the times. I have to process stuff ver- uh, verbally. It's just the way my brain works. And I, I have, through this episode, have gone to group therapy and have come out on the other side realizing that this is not only a not a very good movie, but it's kind of a bad movie. Um, just, but it's just, it's one of those where great concept, but just poor, poor execution. Yep. Um, let's recast this thing and let's, let's get this thing remade. This, this is prime for a reboot. I think, uh, you know, let's get somebody else. Just get another young new actor. Let's just get some young actors. You know, they don't have to be A-listers. You can get somebody else. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um... That's it, one right? One of the Chris's that are out there. One of the Chris's? Yeah. Well, probably not one of them. Yeah, they're... they're kind of popular right now, but who knows? Uh, that's it, right? What do we... Uh, who, who's who been watching Jessica Jones? Because that stuff is awesome. So if you're not watching Jessica Jones, go I watch Jessica it. Jones. It's awesome. Um, good job, Netflix. Yeah. People keep texting me and, and, and tweeting me like, hey, the new Dawn of Superman <laughs> just came out. What do you think? Or Dawn of Justice League, whatever it's called. Batman versus Superman. And my response is, I could not care any less. I just don't care. I just don't care about it at all. I'll go yeah. see it in the theater. Just Marvel is 100% all over, and DC doesn't know what the hell they're doing. They just don't. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Marvel has a plan. Do what? What was that? Two. Hmm? Sam's internet apparently is now I'm sorry. is failing him. So, <laughs> oh, poor Sam. Are you there, Sam? <laughs> I guess not. Well, we'll just keep soldiering on. Hopefully, Sam will rejoin us <coughs> in the meantime. Um, uh, what are we doing next week? Next week? Next? No, that was this week. Next was now. Next is uh, Nightcrawler. Not the worm, but the movie, Nightcrawler. It's, uh, the guy from X-Men. No, not him. Unfortunately, it's not him. It's a Jake Gyllenhaal thing. Right? Oh, great. I'm not sure what's happening. What the hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> Sam, your internet is like 1,000% awful right now, so whatever you just played just came through as garbled noise. <laughs> but... Uh, that's okay. Um, Nightcrawler, yeah. It's a Jake Gyllenhaal thing. He's like a camera dude or something. Um, there's a guy, Michael Papa John. <laughs> he owns a pizza place. That's kind of cool. That's unfortunate. Right? Uh, and, and Sam has left the show, so <laughs> uh, hopefully he'll rejoin us, maybe. <laughs> Uh, if not, we'll just like I said, we'll just keep going on. Um, next week, yeah, we're doing Nightcrawler. So here's the cool thing that we're doing now, right? Our hundredth episode is coming up in a mere five weeks from the time that you hear this. Um, we will be at um, we will be at five weeks. So, all right, let's see if I can bring him back in. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. I'm trying to add Sam back in. Did he try calling you? Yeah. I'm confused because now I'm looking at him. <laughs> you there, Sam? Hello. There you are. <laughs> Your internet just dumped you. Dude, what the heck? I don't know. It was funny though. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm hearing him in du- I'm hearing him in, in stereo. <laughs> you got him on two Skype <laughs> Skype pages right now? <laughs> How did that happen? Well <laughs> I I'm in the room with you. Go to hell. Right? All right. So next week we're doing Nightcrawler, Sam. Okay. Sounds good. Um, In five short weeks will be our 100th episode. Woo! This is exciting and... um, Terrifying. And terrifying at the same time. (laughs) Uh, And frankly, I didn't really know if we were going to make it to 100 episodes. So the fact that people are still downloading our show is a testament to... um, And the fact that Sean hasn't killed me yet. There is that. Um, so thank you, the listeners, for continuing to support Cheap Seat Reviews. So this is what we're going to do for our special episode. Um, go to our website, cheapseatreviews at, uh, dot com. Sorry, cheapseatreviews.com. On that page, there will be a little poll on the front, right, Sam? Yep, it's already there. There's a poll. 
not a stripper poll, but a, a, a poll where you can vote. Damn. Where the four of us have selected movies. Not Andrew, four, sorry. Corny was the fourth. Um, have selected a movie. We're not going to tell you which one of us selected the movie. Um, so you can go there and select from one of the following. I keep trying to remember the, the movies now. <laughs> um, maybe I should go to the website. Zombievers. Um, no, God. Oh, no. oh sorry. Uh, John Wick, The Last Poetry, Starfighter, yes. Iron Sky, the director's cut, and Troll 2. So pick one of those movies, and whichever one gets the most votes, um, we'll, we will reveal what episode, what movie we're going to do on episode 99 so that you can find that movie and watch it. Because most of these are not, well, half of them are not streaming. John Wick and The Last Starfighter are not streaming. Um, Iron Sky, the director's cut in Troll 2, I'm pretty sure are. So um, uh, we will let you know. You, the listener, will choose our fate. We are leaving it in your hands, uh, as we do uh, several other times. Uh, hopefully, this won't be a case like where you guys all voted for The Exorcist and we couldn't watch it. So, <laughs> um, so we're really excited about this. This should be a lot of fun. Um, we want to vote early and vote often. And We've already got some votes on there. Oh, good. Was that, just, cool. was that you just voting for your movie 15 times? No, I voted for each movie twice because I, you have to I make had sure to the test poll. it out. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, cool. Uh, and whichever one wins will be a lot of fun. I don't really care which one wins because. Um, yeah, I'm actually impartial for this one, actually. Uh, and I've, the only one that I, I've only seen two of them. So, um, and I've not seen the director's cut of Iron Sky. So I'm frankly kind of, <laughs> I can't, I actually am just, um, and this might be a case where if Iron Sky or Troll 2 don't, don't win, it just might get thrown into the show eventually anyway. Oh, absolutely. Once, you know, later on, but. Um, so there you go. So that's, that is, that is the exciting news that, that we have. So go to, uh, cheap seat reviews and, uh, and vote.com and vote. Uh, you may of course also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews. You may leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, and also, um, shoot, where is it? And also I have to find it podcasts.com we are now streaming on <laughs> podcast.com if you go to podcast.com and search for cheap seat reviews you will find us there so however you whatever your your preferred way of of i only have an iphone i can only do it this way then that's fine but if you have someone that doesn't have an iphone just say hey you can go to podcast.com and just stream it from your desktop there buddy boy so do that uh, follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. I am at Sean J. Allred, at Suniji16, assuming he has it working. At Johnny Darko16 is Corny. At Maestro underscore Evans is Chad. At A. Jemison is Andrew. You, of course, may send us your emails, your requests, your rants, your love mail. Um, your hate your, mail. Your hate mail. We've gotten that. But Your whatever. junk mail. No, don't send junk mail. Uh, we, we get that. I get that enough uh, to cheap seat reviews at gmail.com. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to do it for us. For, for on the behalf of Chad, Corny, who, who wishes he could be here. Andrew, thank you for filling in. Sam, yes, it's a pleasure as always. This is Sean no, saying good night. <laughs> thank you for listening. And I know what that's, you're going to do in the next two minutes. That's what she said. <laughs> yes. Yeah.